across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. You guys know that I'm I'm pretty experienced in this business. Been at this game. Had my I had my license in Maryland for 28 years full time now. I still have a big team that's run by somebody else, Mike Sloan, my partner, but I'm an, intricately involved with him on an email basis if if not more. Uh, regularly so i know what's going on plus i had over 400 guests on the show including the ones that haven't been released yet and i see where the pain points are in real estate today and i think there's a huge pain point in listings right i think that because the mls is public now People are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers, and they're getting farther and farther away from listings. And I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else. And that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment. And the reason they're afraid, because there's a lot of really heavy rejection. I mean, I can remember times in my career where I really, really, really thought that I had a listing or I really, really wanted a listing. And uh, they chose someone else. And there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else. But I just remember it, it, it hurting. It, it just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with the family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have set a different price. I should have set a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever, a different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me, knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry, to create the Certified Listing Agent Program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role-played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it. The, the 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and, and it's in, in ten minute increments. So it uh, so you 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 watch five to twelve minutes of video and then you take a small quiz. 
and then you watch another five to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more or, or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes and it's in bite-sized chunks and you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert. And it's just a lot better way, in my opinion, to learn. So if you want to learn more about it, go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now. That's hybendigital backslash discount. You'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look you know see what you think it comes with my personal guarantee 100 percent guaranteed money back guarantee look if you take it and you think it, it it stinks i'll give you your money back you can go on google and google my name and i'm personally guaranteed this i'm very very easy to find right just send me an email i promise you i'll, I'll give you your money back but that's how confident i'm better i mean it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the test or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I have a great guest today. Anthony Lamakia from Lamakia Realty in Boston, Massachusetts is on the line, and we are going to get into things very deep today. This is going to be a good show, so get your paper and pencils ready. Anthony, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you very much, Pat, for having me. I really appreciate it. So, Anthony, why don't you give our audience a little bio on you so they can get to know you better? Okay, well, let's see here. I am um, own a real estate brokerage here in Massachusetts, like you said, just outside of Boston. We handle all of Eastern Mass, Central Mass, and Southern New Hampshire. We've got about 85 people in the company now, uh, probably 75 agents, and uh, the majority... Let's see, the majority of the company was... Well, the company was really started from a powerhouse team, and then we morphed it into our own brokerage, and now we're becoming much more of a traditional brokerage where we're attracting um, other powerful agents, other agents that are doing a lot of business, other team leaders, and pretty much putting everybody in the same room for training every week, whether they're on the team side of the company or not, and you know, helping people grow their businesses. So everybody always wants to hear numbers, so I'll, I'll, I'll say some numbers. Last year we... As a company, I think we closed about $200 million. Um, beginning of the year was very poor because we had all that snow in the beginning of 15. Um, this year, we will probably close, I want to say, $300 million. Um, and the team side of the company will probably be 200 of the 300 But by the time we get into next year, that will start to even out more. Okay. Wow. Amazing. So like how much of that was your business and how much of that was the brokerage business? Well, um, probably right now we're still probably two thirds. 
when you say your business, I mean, I don't consider it mine. We have a large team that, that handles it. But um, I would say two-thirds of the business is still business that I'm producing or, or we're producing through our television advertising, radio advertising, you know, online, different things. And we assign the leads out to the agents, and um, they follow our specific system. So really the only difference between the team side of the company and the more traditional side of the company is if you're on the team side, you're usually an agent that's been in the business less than seven, eight years, uh, most of them less than five years. And it's not a negotiation on what they follow and what they don't if they're on the team side. You know, we have a specific system that we follow for buyers, specific system that we follow for sellers. And when they're on the team side of the company, they need to follow it. On the more traditional brokerage side of the company, where there's independent agents working on their own books of business, they can pretty much come to training every week and treat training like a buffet. Take what they want, use what they want. Uh, but I'll tell you, those those who use more do more business. And I'm sure you can relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So let's talk about some nitty gritty. So on your team side, what is your... GCI, or as I like to call it, your ECI, your ego commission income. What is your total GCI just for the team? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Last year we did uh, over $5 million in total revenue. Probably $4.5 million was um, from the team side. This year will probably be between 7 and $8 million and probably five million will be from the team side or but now maybe five and a half or no probably six million will be from the team side so let's see that's uh that's about 75 percent but as the years go on here when we get to next year instead of 75 percent it might be two-thirds then it'll be down to half because we're growing the brokerage side substantially wow so of the team side of your four four and a half million dollars commissions there what was your net profit I don't get into exact net profit numbers uh, with anybody other than my accountant and my bookkeeper. But um, if we were looking at just team, we're, you know, it, we're in a healthy range, I would say. And, and it's certainly helping to fund the growth in other parts of the company, like I mentioned with the brokerage side, with opening offices and things like that. If I was just opening offices just from the brokerage arm funds, it would be much more difficult to do. So is your ultimate goal basically to, to, and it sounds like this is it to me, to start doing more and more uh, percentage uh, general brokerage and uh, not necessarily less team brokerage, but proportionally you're doing exactly. more, more brokerage and then eventually sell the company? What's no. the ultimate goal with that? No, the ultimate goal, my ultimate goal, truthfully, is to build the largest privately held real estate brokerage in America. Um, and I know that's going to take me more than the next few years to pull off. Um, but I realized to do that, I cannot do that, uh, be the largest and be the best simply with a team, you know, uh, a team model. You know, the, the traditional brokerage model that's been around for hundreds of years is very important. And to truly increase market share substantially in certain areas, you need to have those agents that have been working in those markets for many, many years. Uh, who are entrenched in the communities, and you know you need to pull those people into the company. So basically, what we're doing is we're using the the team side of the company as the bait to attract those types of agents to say to those types of agents, "Hey, look, you've done a good job for a long time. You've been at this 20 years. You're number one in your uh, town, but you work 24 hours a day, and um, you've been at the same amount of sales for." 
eight years, you've been somewhere between 10 and 20 million and you can't seem to break through that glass ceiling. We'll help you break through that ceiling if you come into the company, learn a lot of the methods and tools and tricks that we have. Uh, and and the, the key difference with us, Pat, I always say this, is unlike other, most broker owners, they can't say that to someone without the person thinking to themselves, what the hell do you know? You, you own the company. You haven't worked with a buyer or seller in years, and you, you haven't had your own team in 20 years. That's how most of them are looked at. They can't say that to me. You know, the team side of our company is the testing ground. It's the, you know, the beta testing area. It's where we um, do all kinds of new things where as soon as the market changes, we're pushing on, you know, price adjustment scripts and, and utilizing all the tactics that we have to overcome that. And then we also show that to the other agents in the company at the same time to help them through those kinds of things. And, you know, back to my point about them saying not being able to criticize me that way, if I go to a top agent in a market and say, hey, right now you've got one assistant, you're working 80 hours a week, your business has been at $20 million for four years, I can get you to $50 million. And, they, and, you know, when I say that, they believe it because they know I've done it. And they know that our team is still doing it. Now we have, you know, even our sales managers now have a life and they have people under them. And, you know, I can teach people how to bring on a buyer's agent, you know, do more business but not work more, all those kinds of things. And they leverage our marketing. We have a pretty strong brand now here in Massachusetts, up in the, here in the New England market. And that brand is, is something that agents are starting to really enjoy leveraging to grow their businesses too. I love your goal. I love your goal. Largest independently owned or largest privately owned right same thing right yeah uh, yeah yep. in, in the nation and uh, for those listening what that means is essentially non-franchised exactly. uh, brokerage model and i think the is the number one uh, spot right now currently held by long and foster it's Long and Foster or John L. Scott, I believe, last I checked. And, you know, we are nowhere even near their ball field at this point. We're not even number one here in Massachusetts, but we will be. Uh, we'll be number one independently in Mass probably within five years, and we'll be number one overall probably another five after that. Coldwell Banker has a good lockdown in our state. Um, they're doing three times the number two company, so that's going to take some time. But we really have something special with our model, and, you know, these tricks and tools. I mean, I'll give you an example of how I'm so sure of this, Pat. And when I say largest, I don't mean agent count. I don't want quantity. I want quality. Last year, our company had 18 sales per agent. Okay, that uh, was the largest sales per agent for any of the companies that I've found in Massachusetts. Uh, there was another company uh, that was, I want to say, within three or four sales of that, but most of them were four, five, six sales. And that's because they're not getting the amount of efficiency and they don't have the tools to, to give their agents that we do of course you know not. I, I mean, mean it's hard to sell 18 houses let's face it if you took if you took 10 agents and brand new agents out of the gate that are going full-time that just got their license and you said how many of these will sell 18 houses their first year or, yeah, or even their third to get to year. five yeah so yeah, now the so, average agent in Massachusetts sells four homes a year. So, like I said, but you know, I've always looked at this with a larger vision. I mean, the the team model that we built out for the last ten years, I've always looked at it and said to myself, okay, I'm going to master this, and I'm going to you know get this team running right, so it's you know running on its own without me in the day to day, which it has been for a few years now, and then I'm going to take it, take the parts of it that can help other agents, and apply it to them, and that's exactly what we're doing, and that plan is starting to come together over the last year, and it'll come together in a big way in the years to come. Okay, so so how are you going to do that? What are you going to do and how do you do it 
to get agents, you know, under your fold that that sell or you you know from the beginning and how do you what do you use to keep them in line where eventually you say look you haven't sold a house in a year you're fired or or tell me a little bit about that well that's a good question so we like i said we've got this two-track model so if we've got an agent that's in the business under three or four or five years typically they come to us you know and there's a lot of good ones out there there's a lot of good agents that are at other companies and they're struggling but they're good people and they're good agents they just they there's two things they don't have they don't have the leads and they don't have the structure you know agents are like kids kids say they don't want structure but they do okay so what we do is we bring agents in and and we give them literally the 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 plan the structure on a silver platter we say hey this is it this is how it works you have to follow it right and this is on the team side of the company and then we give them the leads once they get the system down after three four weeks sometimes it takes up to eight weeks to get somebody on leads we put them on leads now we have people graduating off the team we have people that have been on the team side three four years they've got so much business of their own they don't need the darn leads anymore they don't need to be on the team following a regimented system they want to build their own book of business so they're graduating off and doing their own books of business and then we get so that's one type of agent we get the newer ones that are hungry and then we also get the ones that are more seasoned, the ones that are already doing a lot of business that come in. And I had a woman in here on Friday and she said, Anthony, I've been stuck at 20 sales a year for four years. The biggest reason I'm here is I know you can get me over that hump, you know, and she was with another company and we talked about the changes that she has to make. And, 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 you know, Pat, sometimes it's the simplest changes. I mean, this person's a good agent, a good person, and she's telling me all these activities that she's doing and they're massively time-wasting activities, you know, and we're talking to her about how to do that and how to not just stop doing them. You know, for example, accompanying uh, seller showings, accompanying seller home inspections, uh, doing smoke certificates and, and installing smoke detectors for sellers. These are not things that realtors need to do and in many cases should not do because they aren't good for their client either, but realtors are doing them because they don't know how not to. So we show them, we don't only say, hey, don't do that, but we show them how to not do that, how to work with the client so that you don't end up in that situation or end up with a frustrated client. Wow. Okay. That's, that, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So, so are you teaching your agents? And if so, like how, what's, what's your role as the broker or the leader or, or the teacher? So we do training every single Wednesday, 10 a.m. to 12 is buyer training. And then 1230 to 230 is seller training. And we do it every single week. We're very, very sales heavy with our trainings. Um, we're not as heavy with the uh, kind of nuts and bolts thing. I've, I've realized we need to do better with the nuts and bolts stuff, and we have been over the last 90 days. We put in a Friday training for one hour for the newer agents. But I had an agent say to me in the spring, well, I know how to convert a buyer really well, but I feel like I barely know how to write an offer. And I said, oh, Jesus, I need to, I need to do a better job here. So we've, we've since fixed that, and it's going well. But we focus very heavily on sales training, teaching agents how to you know, obtain more buyer leads, obtain more seller leads, but not only obtain them, but more so how to convert them into clients. Like when I'm at realtor events and I go to them all the time, I'm very involved with the association and I hear realtors say, oh, buyer internet leads are terrible or Zillow leads are terrible. I just sit there and laugh. They're not terrible. They're great leads. You just have to know what to do with them and know how to follow up with them. And that's exactly what we teach agents, how to follow up, how to get a meeting. When you get a meeting, how to sign them. When you sign them, how to stay in touch with them and show them homes and actually 
sell them a home, how to get the commission you want, um, you know, all those kinds of things, how to get a price adjustment, how to get a seller to price right from the beginning. And we actually practice this stuff out. We do scripts and dialogues. We have books of scripts, and we practice every single week. And I used to do all the trainings. Now I've got the managers doing more, um, but I still go in and do usually a session a week or at least an hour a week of training. Some weeks I'll do, you know, Two, or two hours or even four hours, but typically the managers are doing some now as well. Well, what are you training on now that's, that's timely that we, can, that we can talk about and our listeners can learn from? Let's see here. This week's training, we have a lot of new agents getting ready to get on listing leads. So this week's training is going to be um, once you get the listing signed up, what to do from then until the listing goes under contract. Okay. okay. So, so, so what, do we, what do we do the first week? Like what, uh, what sort of things are you telling them? Well, when you sign up the listing, you know, you need to set the proper expectations with the seller. And we tell us agents, you know, don't tell the seller the house will be in the market the next day, unless there's an urgent reason for that. Um, but, you know, we, we tell them, okay, explain to the seller that someone's going to be coming out to taking pictures, an expert at taking pictures, fo- uh, photographs, hanging the lockbox, getting the home ready to be listed. An assistant in the office is going to help build out uh, the listing. Um, it'll be sent to the seller for approval. Um, you know, all those little steps in between to make the seller, you know, so that the seller understands the process and make the seller realize we're working hard for them. Then when it goes on the market, like eight or 10 days in, we have an email that goes out and it shows the sellers specifically what we're doing. It doesn't just say, oh, we're marketing your home really hard. We've created an email that literally tells the sellers precisely what we're doing. And then there's an email two days later that, you know, gives them reports and uh, to prove what we're doing. And then if the home doesn't sell by, say, day 15, okay, so you wait know, minute, Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. So what are the reports? What, what exact reports? Oh, are there's different there? reports, you know, uh, like showing reports, um, reports from Zillow, how many views there are, uh, Trulia, how many views, Realtor.com, all those types of things that sellers like to see. Because, you know, when a home does, I always say, Selling homes is easy when they sell. When they don't sell, you know as well as I do, you've done a significant amount of business. Sellers start to say, is my agent doing all they should? You know, and, and agents can get down about that. And I teach them that, you know, the seller's only going to realize you're doing what you should if you show them and prove to them that you're doing what you should. And that way, if you do get into a situation where you need a price adjustment, the seller believes you and the seller is with you as opposed to fighting you on it, you know. And our system's not perfect. It doesn't work every time. But when you follow the system, it works most of the time. You know what I mean? And, and that's a lot easier. And we've been fortunate. We've been in a good market up here um, that homes have been selling. But when homes start selling like crazy, what do sellers want to do to their prices? So Jack start up. getting yeah. You got it, and we're starting to see that this summer. You know, there was a lot of multiple offers in the spring, and now sellers are starting to get crazy. I mean, they're pricing homes too high, and we try to do what we can to bring them down to earth. And, and of course, we want to sell them for as much as possible, but we help sellers understand that if you go too high, you end up costing yourself money. Absolutely, absolutely. So those are the types of things that we go through. And, you know, last week they were training on the listing appointment and, you know, going over the marketing presentation. And we actually have people that will go on the spot, our director of sales and our sales manager will, will role play in front of everyone and literally show them, look, this is what you're saying, this is how you're doing it, this is why you're saying it. I'm always pushing our management team and training. I say, explain the why, explain why you need to do that, why it's so important that you say that to a seller, 
why it's so important that you let a seller know that we're going to know if the house is priced right or wrong within 21 days. And when we know, we're going to tell you. If you don't say that up front and you call that seller on day 21 and say, you know, I think we ought to consider discussing the price and you don't pre-warn them, they're going to say, why so early? You're just trying to sell my house fast? You know, <laughs> right, so right, yeah. You've got to set the right expectations. So we literally have step by step for agents how to do it correctly. Um, you know, all kinds of things, even leading up to the listing appointment. You know, you don't just. Hey, there's so many agents out there that they book a, a listing appointment. Hopefully, our competitors won't hear this, <laughs> but they'll book a listing appointment. Okay, see you at Friday at three o'clock, and from now till Friday at three o'clock, they do nothing with the seller. Right. You know, you need to you need to warm that seller up. Send them something in advance. Some something of value. Send them an email. Send them something in the mail. Call them the day before and reconfirm the appointment and talk a little bit. Do a pre-call. Get them warm. That's how you'll sign up more on the spot. You know. And those are all the kinds of things that we teach step by step by step through. And then we have all pre-written emails for going through a seller transaction that agents should send to the seller so that you make sure you don't miss anything every step of the way. And then the same thing with buyers. And we just practice it every week, literally, nonstop. We practice the stuff. We go in a circle. And, you know, sometimes agents will say, geez, this is, we've done this. And I say, yeah, but Navy SEALs don't go in and learn something new every day. They go in and train the same stuff over and over and over and over. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I'll, uh, you know, I would say, you know, things change and there's new things to look at. But for the most part, probably 80% of the stuff an agent needs to know is the same stuff 20 years ago as it is today. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and you just they just need to learn it over and over again. That's right. And, you know, you, like you said, when the market changes, you adapt with the market. But the same fundamentals are there. You know, when the market gets slower, then you have to talk more with your sellers about pricing or prepare them more. You know, you just push more on one area. But all the areas and all the fundamentals are the same. And that's why we practice them over and over. I mean, I had a friend that was in the Marines 10 years ago. And I always tell this story. And he told me by the time he got out of boot camp, he could take his gun apart and put it back together in the dark, uh, blindfolded, as well as he could do with his eyes open. And and I literally said, I said, literally just as fast, he goes, Anthony, within 10 seconds. He says, "Eh," because I did it so many thousands of times with drill sergeants screaming over my shoulder that I got so good at it. And I I found that amazing, you know, and and, um, that's how it is with training. When you do something so many times, it becomes second nature. There is not a literally a thing in the world a seller could say to me that I haven't heard and I don't have an answer for. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the goal with agents. I mean, you, you look at Howard Britton years ago. His whole darn training was scripts and dialogues, you know? Right. And we're taking that and we're taking processes and all these things that we've come up with, this formula, and we're teaching it to agents to do it systematically. Amazing, amazing. So, okay, so you did $4.5 million. Let's talk about the team a little bit. You did $4.5 million GCI. What, what would you say your average sale price is? Average sale price last year was about three fifty. Three fifty, okay, and um, so that's a lot of that's a lot of units. What's that? Yeah, it was six hundred. Yeah, it was like five sixty, five eighty, something like 580 that. Five hundred eighty units on your team. So, are you going on listing appointments? Do you have listing agents? No. How do you got that figured out? I haven't done a listing appointment in six years, unless it's a friend or a family. And I, you know, in those cases, I'll drive by with a with an agent and introduce them, and and that's okay. the extent of the appointment. And then, and but then, no, we do too much business for that. How many listing agents do you have? We've got. It's funny you you say that. So we've been running with about a team of six for years. 
Um, some of them are the same people. Some, you know, we've had a few come in and out, but we're actually opening it up to a, a bunch of additional ones. And that's what I mentioned earlier in the call. We're going to about a team of 15. So what I've done is I've realized that, and I, I think I'm right. I'll tell you in six months, but I've realized that I think more agents doing less appointments will be more effective. We've had six people doing primarily seller appointments. And, um, you know, in doing that, they have to drive a further distance because we have less agents covering larger territories. I'm changing it to have more agents covering smaller territories. So we're going to be up to 15 uh, people doing that. And so the you're going to break it down into territories. That's how you're going to. So, yeah. so if a seller calls in this zip code, you know the person, the, the woman or man who is going to go out there and they're a zip code specialist. Is that how you break it down? Yeah, they're, they're usually, you know, up here in Mass, there's multiple towns, literally tons of them. So up here, they'll do, you know, 10 towns around where they live or eight towns around where they live, which I know in some parts of the country will sound like it's 100 miles, but it's not. <laughs> it's not up here in most areas. So, the so person, that's the person, how we do it. The person calls in and says, you know, I saw Anthony on TV. I want to talk to him about selling my house. What happens? Uh, inside salesperson Lauren, who's been here for years, she she intakes that call. She goes through everything with them. You know, she talks about all that we'll do to market the home and uh, all the things that we do differently, the benefits of our listing appointment as opposed to others, the things we do for sellers on the appointment. So she pre-sells um, and then, them, and then she kind of look, them. looks at a map, pulls it up on a map, and says, "That's yeah, that's Mary's. She actually lives there." Um, you got it. Blah blah blah, and it kind of pre-sells Mary. Yeah, and I'll tell you. Back when the market was in the toilet, we didn't have to pre-sell as much, um, and we also didn't. It didn't matter so much if the agent lived in the area because sellers were just desperate to sell. But now that the market's gotten hot again, you know, sellers are back to thinking that they can. Oh, what the hell's the difference? I'll just hire Joe Schmo on the corner and he'll charge me three percent. So, you know, as the market gets hotter, competition gets tougher, and you know, we got to sharpen our skills, and that's what we've done. So do you lend any credence to price range? Like do you have people that you would, would only trust, uh, you know, if someone calls in, they got a $1.5 million house. Does it still go to Mary if that's in her zip? Yep. Yeah, okay. that doesn't matter too much. I mean, it occasionally will change because of that, but not, not usually. Like if it's a newer agent, I probably we, we wouldn't send the newer agent on that, but um, it, it doesn't really matter. Okay. And so how are you getting – you know, how are you selling 580 houses? Like, what, what? First of all, what percentage of those are listings? Do you think? Last year, last year it was about 270 or something like that. Okay. So on, so, on the so listing you're, side, you're still more heavy listings. Yeah, and this year it's probably going to be 50 50. Um, buyers is where I, I didn't put focus on soon enough. It took me till 2012 to focus on that. We've grown it substantially, but. Um, no, I mean, how do we do it? We're very systemized, extremely systemized. Everything is a system. Everything is done consistently. You know, I did a training last week, and I was telling the agents, you know, before you go out in a listing appointment, don't just say, I'll see you Friday at 3, and I already mentioned this. Send out an email with some value in it, some some something. You know, God, don't not I'll see you Friday at 3. Put in a link to your website to a blog about selling, a blog about staging, something of value. And I was telling them, I said, guys, Lauren booked – Three, uh, 899 listing appointments last year, and she sent this email out 899 times. Okay, we don't, there's no such thing as, uh, 
you know, oh, I was busy. Oh, I didn't have a chance. Uh, we don't. That's not how we operate around here. Around here, when we put something in place and we know it works, it happens every time, and we know it happens. We make it happen every time because we have checks and balances, and we have an incredible CRM that we custom built on Salesforce. Wow! Wow! That's great. Um, okay, so you use Salesforce, and why yes. do you, why do you use Salesforce? Well, because to run any real business, you've got to have a CRM. And we had Agent Office. I'm sure you remember that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was the old Agent 2000 for years. Uh, and then we had the so we had the listing team on that, and we had the buyer team on Top Producer until three years ago. And then we made the switch, or was it? No, it was two years ago. And we custom-built our um, CRM on Salesforce, and it's been awesome. It's been more expensive than I thought and twice the amount of work that I thought, uh, frankly. But... It's been awesome, and without it, I don't know what the hell we'd do. I mean, we we really are numbers. I'm a numbers maniac. I mean, I'm always looking at dashboards all day long. I have them on my phone. I can see, you know, up to the minute how many leads we've had so far. I can tell you right now if you want. Yeah, look <laughs> how many it up. leads we've had? How many leads we've had so far today? Uh, how many appointments we've booked so far today? Um, you know, so far this week, so far this month, because, you know, what a lot of agents do wrong, uh, I'm reading a new book actually called Traction, and there's a chapter in it that talks about this uh, issue. And I explained this to an agent friend of mine in Atlanta about a month ago, and I said, stop focusing on the end. You know, everybody says, oh, I did 20 sales last year, I'm going to do 20 this year. And it's like, no, forget uh, 20. Think about what action actions do you have to take to get to the end result. So if it's buyers, how many buyers do you need to speak to to get an appointment? Okay, then of the appoint buyer appointments, how many buyer appointments do you have to have to sign a buyer up? Of the amount of buyers you sign up, how many will actually buy? And that's how we build out the whole the whole metric for the whole year. You know, we know we're going to sign up X percent of listings. Okay, well, if we're going to sign up that many, how many appointments do we have to book? And how many leads do we need to book that many appointments? And that's how we run the company. In all areas of the company. So as of right now, I'm looking at uh, it's 1142 a.m. We've had three seller leads, three appointments booked. One of the three called us directly. Two submitted a form on our website. And um, that's just as of today. If I jump into – now, this is sellers, by the way. If I jump into the sales dashboard – now, granted, this is August, keep in mind, so it's a little slower. But uh, so far this month um, – 197 seller leads. We've booked 40 appointments, you know, completed 28. There's 13 future appointments, and we've taken 16 listings. And that's on the team side. And But every part of the company has a dashboard, you know what I mean? So we know what the heck is going on all over the place. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, something I noticed. So you had 140 seller leads, something like that. You booked 40 appointments. So you booked 25% of them. Now, a lot of people would say, why would you get a seller lead that's not ready to book an appointment? Tell me about that. Great question. So since it's the summer, we've been running a home eval ad on TV that says, um, selling your home, the first step is finding out what it's worth. For a free online home evaluation, log on to evalmyhouse.com. Those leads come in in droves, but they're often not selling right away. They're often selling six-plus months. So in the summer and in the fall, we tend to run that a little bit more to build up the pipe, but there's less people booking appointments. So now we just switched our one of our guaranteed sale programs back on, um, and now what will happen is the leads will go down, but the, appointments will, the appointment percentage will go up. So it depends what campaign we're running. And you know? who, do you, who do you have following up on that, that 75% from this month that, uh, that didn't book an appointment? 
oh, the CRM, you know, it, we're sending them drip emails and depending upon their behavior on our website, if they filled out a form, if they said they were selling in three months, six months, it's scheduled as a task for that inside salesperson I mentioned, Lauren. Our sales force also syncs with our website, so it'll literally tell Salesforce, hey, this person has been engaging on the site a lot, you know, give them a call. So we have the analytics pretty dialed in. Not perfect. I mean, it, it's a work in progress, but those people, believe me, they won't be forgotten about. And is the home evaluation automated or does Lauren go in and pull comps and all that? No, it's automated. It's automated. It gives, it spits them out a number and then we have an email that tells them, hey, remember, this is, you know, a computerized value. This, you know, it might not be perfect, that kind of thing. Now, and did you create that yourself or is that something we can buy? No, that was from um, Prime Seller Leads. Prime Seller Leads. And what is Prime Seller Leads? It's just a website that they, they sell uh, home evaluation websites. So they'll they'll figure it out for you. They have the algorithms or whatever. You pay yeah, them exactly. money. You pay you, them yeah, money, and they come up with an estimate, and you're you're happy with those estimates. Yeah, because really what I'm looking for is the leads. You know, I'm I'm not stressing out about the exact website and all that. And that's something we've been doing more of this year. So the jury's still out on how successful that's going to be because uh, it's too early to tell. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll find out in time. We've been doing a lot of guaranteed sales and, you know, generic ads. We do more marketing, stuff like that. But, you know, th those type of ads, when you're talking about, oh, we do more marketing, we're great. I mean, you don't get droves of calls. You get droves of calls from guarantees. I love it. I love it. So, so I'm going to put a link to Prime Seller Leads, and I'm going to put a link to Traction, uh, the book that he just mentioned, and, and everything that we talked about today on uh, hybendigital.com, Anthony Lamakia. And, and please bear in mind that uh, we got two C's in Lamakia, right? Correct. It's L-A-M-A-C-C-H-I-A. That's awesome. And Anthony, let's wrap this up with our flagship question, and that is this. If I were to put you on an island on a reality TV show, and I have 10 other of the top agents in the world, since you're such a big player, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this big, okay? So I'm going to take you and 10 of your closest competitors throughout the world in the real estate game, and I'm going to put you on an island, and I'm going to give you guys each... Uh, since you're spending a lot of money, I'm going to give you each $20,000. I'm going to give you a computer, obviously a phone, that sort of thing. People are on the island buying, selling houses. Uh, but the one thing is you know no one and the nine other agents on the island know no one. How are you going to win this show? And by the way, the person that sells the least amount of houses every week gets thrown off the island. So after 10 weeks, there's only one agent left. How are you with twenty grand, um, a computer, and a phone going to beat out the nine other agents? Well, can I use my money towards television advertising? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, I made this. I, I usually say you only get five hundred bucks or a thousand, but you know, I wanted to mix it up a little bit today. So yes, definitely. Yeah, I would. I would invest, especially if I was on an island where I didn't know anybody. I mean, how the hell else are you going to get become known? You know, you can. You can go door knocking and all that, and don't get me wrong, I, I like buy referral tactics as well. I mean, I use a lot of buy referral tactics, and I bring in a lot of business that way from my own sphere of influence. But if you really want to take off, you've got to be willing to spend money, and whether it's on TV or it's on radio or um, you know online, you've you got to be willing to, to test some things. And, you know, 
it's it doesn't always work i mean i i've been doing tv for years but i've had months where i've lost money on it and you know unlike most agents i don't go crying home i or i shouldn't even say agents i should say people because you know most people when something doesn't work they just throw their hands up you know when something doesn't work for me i look at it all i try to figure out why it isn't working and you know get it to work so uh, to give us some specifics of all the ads you've run right you've only got one shot so which one are you going to run I would probably run a guaranteed sale of some type. Um, you know, right now with the market being hot, it doesn't work as well because people don't feel like they need it. Um, but, you know, as soon as the market slows down, the people will be loving it again, you know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, with your guaranteed sale, how many houses have you ended up having to buy with that? Uh, we bought one when we ran it years ago because we did a um, guarantee or we'll buy it. And then this this latest one we have guaranteed or we'll sell it for free. We have sold three for free so far. And so guarantee or I'll sell it for free. And then what are the specifics of that? If we don't sell the home in 32 days, we'll sell it for free. Okay. So so that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, you sell it. Yeah, for yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, people obviously have to be willing to price their home realistically. And, you know, if someone's house is worth 500, they want to price it 600. Well, they're not getting the guarantee. You know what I mean? Um, so we're realistic about it, but we don't make the criteria so stringent that people don't want to do it, which is something that I find that a lot of agents do, but I don't like that. Um, I, I, I want people to participate in our programs. So, so, uh, how, how many, what's your average time on the market in your market for all houses? Would you say? For all our sales, or year to date, it's uh, oh, you mean you mean the whole market? Yeah, not just yeah, us. the whole market. I'm trying to get a gauge on is 32. Well, just days. outside of Boston, it's under 30 days. When you get out further uh, into the central part of the state and southern and northern, you know, it's probably 30 to 40 because you always get those ones that take forever to sell that screw up the average. You know yeah. what I mean? So 30 days, 32 so like, days is not is not massively fast compared to the market, but it still sounds good. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, and for those people that really want to sell, I mean, they're attracted to things like that. But like I said, and I'm fully willing to admit it, it is not as successful when the market's hot um, because agents just don't feel like they don't feel the need as much. I mean, the fall of 2014 was a slow fall just for the market overall. And we had so much snow in the winter of 15. It's amazing that it even all melted by now, right? So when we ran it then, we got droves of calls because the market was slower. You know what I mean? So it's it really comes down to that more That's than awesome. anything. That's awesome. Well, that would be a good one to run because you really don't you, – you have nothing to lose because you're just selling it for free. So you're just losing time. Uh, and then you yeah, you lose some money, but, I mean, it's not – you know, if you, if you sell an extra 100 houses because of the program, then it, it weighs out the couple that you sell for free. Absolutely, and it kind of goes back to what you had said earlier is, like, you don't really care. You're just – you're just looking at the leads. It's like a, a lot of people's minds would say, oh, does this prime, uh, you know, seller leads yeah, they say, do a oh, good is job? It is yeah. It, is it better than Zillow? Is it accurate? What happens if it's wrong? And you're like, I don't care. I just want the leads. And then we'll figure it out later. And we'll say, hey, you know, well, we we couldn't see the inside. And I'm sure you send out disclosures and say, listen, we haven't seen the inside. So this is just an estimate. Of course. 
Well, and, and you know, all you have to do is be honest with people. I mean, everybody stresses, realtors tend to stress out about the tiniest details like the ones you just mentioned, but, you know, you get on the phone with a seller. Don't get me wrong. We get some here and there. That, oh, your computer's value's awful. I don't want to talk to you. Well, hold on, Mr. Seller. That's why we said it's a computerized value. We didn't create the algorithm. You know, sorry that you don't like it, but, um, you know, we're happy to help you zero in more. Oh, okay. You know, most decent people, that's how they'll react. <laughs> if they react angrily, then let them call someone else. You know what I mean? Right, because you never had them in the first place. That's my point. I mean, <laughs> this is, you know, we're not lying to anyone. It's like, when, it's like when, we, when we do the guaranteed sale, you know, I bump into people. What's the catch? What's the catch? And I say, well, if you consider people having to price realistically a catch, well, that would be the catch. I mean, don't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense because, you know, at the same time, it's not like you had a lead of a referral of your grandmother's that um, that you lost because you screwed it up. No, these were leads you never even had in the beginning. So you really haven't lost anything if they don't like the algorithm or they don't like the, the 32 days or, or what you have to offer. Exactly. Because you had nothing in the beginning. So what the hell? You got to try. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Anthony. Thanks so much for coming on. Pat Hyben interviews real estate rock stars. I'm going to put all of Anthony's information. If you have a referral in Boston, Massachusetts, he's the guy to go to. And uh, everything that we've talked about in the show notes on hybendigital.com backslash Anthony Lamakia. And it's two C's. And uh, or you could just go into the show notes uh, or go into the search bar and type in Anthony. He, you know, we've only had a couple Anthony's on the show. May have been the may you may be the first. I can't remember, but uh, type it in and he'll show up in a little list there. So Anthony, thanks so much. Best of luck to you in Boston, Massachusetts. Next time I'm in town, uh, we'll get together and break some bread. Please, please do. Let me know. All right, take care. You guys know that I'm I'm pretty experienced in this business. Been at this game. Had my I had my license in Maryland for 28 years full time now. I still have a big team that's run by somebody else, Mike Sloan, my partner, but I'm an, intricately involved with him on an email basis if if not more. Uh, regularly so i know what's going on plus i had over 400 guests on the show including the ones that haven't been released yet and i see where the pain points are in real estate today and i think there's a huge pain point in listings right i think that because the mls is public now people are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers and they're getting farther and farther away from listings and I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else, and that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment. And the reason they're afraid, because there's a lot of really heavy rejection. I mean, I can remember times in my career where I really, really, really thought that I had a listing or I really, really wanted a listing and uh, they chose someone else. And there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else. But I just remember it, it, it hurting, it just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with that family. 
I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have set a different price. I should have set a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever, a different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me, knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry, to create the Certified Listing Agent Program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it. The 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and, and it's in, in ten minute increments. So it uh, so you 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 watch five to twelve minutes of video, and then you take a small quiz, and then you watch another five to twelve minutes, and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more. Or or spread it out over a year. You know we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had ten graduates so far. I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture. Because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes. And it's in bite-sized chunks. And you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert. And it's just a lot better way, in my opinion, to learn so if you want to learn more about it, go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now. That's hybendigital backslash discount. You'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look, you know, see what you think. It comes with my personal guarantee, 100% guaranteed money back guarantee. Look, if you take it and you think it, it it stinks, I'll give you your money back. You can go on Google and Google my name, and I'm personally guarantee you this, I'm very, very easy to find, right? Just send me an email, I promise you, I'll, I'll give you your money back. But that's how confident I'm better. I mean, it took us a long time to do this, and a lot of money, and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the test or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.